diddly dim dim. So, three strategies that Shane Flowers used to boss giants live. What's he? What's he? Do, what's he doing? What's his secret? Why is he so fucking good, Shane? Come on, tell us. <laughs> I tell you what, Shane oh, is. Oh, ne ne never, never mind. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Right? Not why is he so good? Why has he got better? Why has he got so much better since like England's last year? Because he's full autism and uh, literally you give him a list of to-dos and that man will... Do you know when... Well, you know, you know what I mean, Josh. When somebody is so... Like, it's just... He's, he's very coachable. Um, so, yeah, he's... Um, yeah, he's, he's really good to coach, to be honest with you. So, Mitch, the Flowers Bros are both, both very similar. All, even though he's top level... Always feedbacks, always in touch with me, fills out everything, shows me videos, asks, asks me questions as well. Don't just show me videos. He'll put on his uh, videos like, Shane, like, what do you think about this? I'm doing this. How, how does that look? And really, um, really break stuff down and, um, yeah, do intricate little technique tweaks. And also, he like, he'll practice stuff outside of the gym, like, I can't remember what it was that I had him doing. I had him doing something, and uh, he was drawing out um, lines and stuff on the uh, on the floor and um, in, in his work and practicing bits. And yeah, he's he's just like really um, really invested in and driven, and and just very coachable. And it makes it really easy to improve because somebody like Shane, he already had the baseline level of strength. Um, so most of my job has been um, keeping him injury free and making sure he's not overtraining because he works a lot. So we've got to, he's like just like sixty hour weeks, so we're trying to manage that and um, yeah, making sure he's technically improving and everything because as he gets technically better at the events, the weights get up, go heavier, and the times get faster because he's obviously getting used to his strength. We haven't even done a phase yet where we focus on getting stronger because it's all really big. Well, actually, on the press we have, the press we have, but the because he was quite good at that when he started, but the rest of the stuff's all been, like, technical tweaks and getting him really perfect. Like the bag throw, for example, really nailing the, the swing setup and being consistent with it. So... Um, so, no, so so in a summary, number number one of the three things that we'll, we'll cover on this, number one... He uh, he's he's invested in himself, like because for 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 in in terms of like committing to you, that must have been like a massive step for him. So like England last year, he was like still coaching himself, wasn't he? Yeah, I think the way it kind of came about is I was training his brother for England, yeah. So um, Shane was kind of like coaching himself slash jumping in with some of Mitch's stuff as well. Um, so he kind of seen, I guess he liked the style of training or something or what I was doing and got in touch uh, after England's because he did mention that he'd done a few bits with Mitch. So, but yeah, for the most part, he was coaching it himself up till, up till then. So you just need to look at, look at the, the progress he's made since he's been obviously working with you and obviously there's lo loads of other factors in there but but basically the principle like we're not just kissing sh uh, your your ass saying this but like e even even just an athlete x making that 
next layer of commitment up by by right I'm gonna I'm gonna invest in myself up a level I'm gonna get a, a coach I'm gonna get somebody who I trust to to with some people that you coach it doesn't you don't like a lot of people think with coaching that everything's like what the right I'm going to tell you exactly what to do and you don't have a say in it whereas like realistically a lot of a lot of coaching is is actually work especially with 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 guys who are kind of working at a higher level like a lot of them are already doing a lot of the right stuff aren't they and and a lot of the programs it's basically coming from them and and basically optimizing what they're they're doing with your little sprinkles of wisdom in there and little tweaks and little suggestions. And that's how you kind of build up a relationship. It's not kind of right, he's decided he's coached by you one day. So literally everything's just completely different. Do you understand what I mean? Am I right in that with Yeah, so when when I work with people, especially people that have been training a long time. Because obviously Shane's newish to strongman, but he's been he's, he had a four twenty deadlift. You know what I mean? He's he knows how to get strong. So um, I didn't. I don't change. I, I I ask him like, so how would you have done your last deadlift peak? Like you know, because he, yeah. he he will have figured out like you know I like to do three weeks and then I need a deload or whatever he wants. Or or, or for me personally, Shane, I, I know if I pull heavy four weeks in a row, I need a deload or I need to r- rotate speed. I like to do top sets with no drop sets. The drop sets just fatigue me and don't give me, you know what I mean? He's figured out a lot of stuff for himself. So it's more me asking him like, right, put me up to speed with what you know, and then I'll sprinkle uh, some bits on top. Or maybe it might be that he's kind of figured something out, but not quite. So I can piece together where he's up to and kind of finalise it out. So, yeah, it's really, uh, I like to think of it as a joint effort, not so much me in con- complete control. Yeah. And that, uh, so so that goes through got what we said on a recent episode about like the value of, of coaching beyond just getting a programme is like all that stuff. They, they were great examples there about, you know, like stuff that's maybe individual, You like the athlete knows what works for them and working with a coach, you can, you can, you can make the, we can make these like unique training blocks that's ticking all the stuff that you want to do because in order to be progressive, but they're also like accounting for all the individualities of the athlete. And that, that's the kind of value that you can offer as, uh, offer as a coach. So basically, it's almost e- it, it's so easy to write a block that if someone sticks to, they're going to get better. It's fucking simple. But the value of coaching comes with, right, how can we match up the psychology with, how can we get them to do that? And realistically, doing that block there, we, we might be fiddling about with it. We might be tweaking, we might be pulling that back. And then next week we're pushing that on, and th- that's where the th- that's where the kind of the value comes and the magic I say is with the coaching and the and the little feedback as we go along. Um, yeah. So what what about um, like nutrition and stuff like that? What what has he what has he done with his? Um, he's put on weight, hasn't he? Like quite a bit of weight. Yeah. <clears throat> but body weight has he put on? You know. It's not, yeah, it's not been like a massive climb. I think he was like 148 at England and he's 155 now, I think. 
I could be wrong. It could it could have been that he was 148 at Brits and he's 155 now. He's 155. He's a big dude. But the thing with Shane is, he's not got that unnecessary weight. Yeah. Like, he, he holds it well. He moves well. You can, well, you can see on the drag, carry drag, but he moves well. He's explosive. Um, one thing that we did change, which has made a big impact on his performance and something that's so noticeable that I'm actually starting to give it to a lot of people, uh, and, I, and I actually put it in the app list as well, based on the results I got with Shane, as a mandatory. So when you, when, if you're in the app, guys, you ever use it, and you go to Build Your Friday session, you'll see a conditioning section with a stop-like work. And I literally, because we realised at the Giant shows, they're very, very, very fast-paced. And it's kind of weird because you've got this, like, it's, it's, it's a weird show because they're so heavy that the training is, like, very neural. And it's very it's very easy to get your athlete a little deconditioned by accident because you folk, everything's so, you know what I mean? Just like everything's yeah, yeah. so heavy, like top sets of three and doing this and, you know, and um, obviously we build the conditioning in the phase before, but aerobic fitness is like the first thing to go and the easiest to come back. So your aerobic fitness yeah. can fluctuate quickly. So if you, if you three weeks into a peaking phase and you're deconditioned, what we're finding is you're doing these events and there's like a fucking 15 minute, whatever, 20 minute turnaround and you're straight back out. So a key factor for those shows is high recovery. Like you have to be able to do the carry drag medley, absolutely balls to the wall and then recover and go out to the next event without jelly legs. So we added just some assault bike work in um, and I just literally got him to hammer the assault bike um, the difference it made at the um, Britons was so noticeable. Like he was, because obviously I was there uh, watching like right right next to him basically. So I could see like he was doing these events, high output events. Within two or three minutes, he's not out of breath. He's talking. He's completely fine. And I'm seeing other guys going around, you know, fucking dying and lying on the floor. <laughs> fine. And that, the, but, but the comp he did before that, he was in the same boat, like feeling like it was snowball effects. Like every event, he was getting a bit more fatigued. You know what I mean? And it's building. And then by the time the comp, end of the comp comes, he's like, fucking hell. Uh, whereas this time round with the assault bike work, he was fit as a fiddle. So that was a really key thing that changed, actually, that, that affected his performance. So last little thing on Shane. Why... Will he get to world's final? Like, what, what has he got in his... What, how, like, what, why would he... Why, why do you think he's good enough to get to... Do you think he's good enough? This year, I don't know until the heats come out because you never, you never know, do you? Because, obviously, I think that... Well, I've already had this chat with him and he's on the same page. We think that it's probably going to come down to a stone off again. Yeah. Um, is he good at stones? Yeah, he's fucking class. But, unfortunately did get a little bit of a... It was it was his forearm slash bicep on the uh, weekend. He did get a little bit of a niggle in that. Um, glad he didn't tear. Dan Hipkiss would have fucking slated me a new one, wouldn't he? <laughs> uh, did you see that? He posted that. He said, learn to keep people's biceps on because of, of Luke. And then I was like, fuck off, oh, no. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I give him a bit of banter on his thing. And he didn't take it as banter at all. <laughs> I messaged him saying, uh, when are you going to learn to wrap a knee with like a 
winky face, like a like a supposed to be like a little bit of crack, you know what I mean? Oh, he did not like it. When you learn to keep people's biceps on, your programming causes bicep tears. And I was like, fuck off, Dan. I've had one bicep tear in my whole uh, six years. And then literally, like, the next week, Shane's like, fuck my bicep. I was like, no. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's due to... We've, we've had a chat, and that's due to the fact that he's, 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 just, he's just overworked. I don't know if you follow him on his stories and shit, but the man does yoke at 1am and stuff. You know what I mean? He's Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 60-hour weeks and then going and training like an animal, getting four or five hours sleep and going again. So he's just he's just run down, to be honest. So he's hoping to sort something with work for the prep for world so he gets a bit more time. So as long as that's all sweet, um, he's very, very good at stones. He's very conditioned. He's good at repping. So, yeah, I think it, 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 it wouldn't surprise me if he got to the final at all. Uh, but I'm a realist. It's his first year, and sometimes, yeah. sometimes you do get put in a tough heat, don't you? And yeah, yeah, so yeah. One of them. I mean, but, just, I, but I, I feel like as a fan, I feel like he's rounded enough to be good enough to. Obviously, depending on the draw, but like, oh he's, yeah, he's, he's rounded enough. The, the, there's no, there's nothing where you think, oh, well, he just needs to get a bit better at that and that before it, like. Could, could be good enough to. Um, oh, oh yeah, and also as well, if you if you want to help Shane out, and obviously we're we're talking about personal coaching and stuff. Shane's uh, Shane Flowers has got some spots open up for coaching. Wouldn't it be great if he could build a coaching business so he could uh, work less? He's working like 60, 70 hours a week. You always see him moaning on his Instagram story, don't you, about work and that? Um, it's all those things though with Shane. He, I'll, I'll I'll tell you guys now because also speak to them all the time. Oftentimes an athlete's coach, they're athletes, they're athletes coaching, they're not coaches, but Shane, because of his powerlifting experience and the years he's got in it, he isn't just, he's not your average, he knows his stuff, he really does, he's, he's a clever bloke. He, he, he knows his programming, he's not just doing this to uh, get a bit of cash, he's doing it for two reasons. One, because he needs to move away from that job and two, he can off, He knows he can offer a service that people are going to get good results and um, enjoy enjoy the process with him. Um, and that also, the cherry on top of that is it helps him, you know, basically chase his, his goals of, uh, you know, cutting his hours down at work and being able to recover better and, and, and go, kind of go full-time. And I think for Shane, it's very realistic because... He's a clever dude. He knows his stuff. He's good technically, but also he's um, he's he's like I say he's well rounded enough that he could get he could make this sport his his job. Um, so yeah, it'd be awesome if anyone can um, if you need a coaching spot, get in touch with Shane because you're going to get class service, good results, and you're going to be helping him out. Um, so that's a little cherry cherry on top for you. A good deed for the for the year. Yeah, 